Number 050423, a rendering of each of six episodes. Episode 1, A Year with the Church Fathers. Live for others, not for yourself. No matter how virtuously you live your own life, says St. Leo the Great, you have nothing if you don't live for others. It may be praiseworthy to run away from intemperance and avoid the waste of dishonorable pleasures. And there are many who, in their magnificence, disdain to conceal their wealth, and in the abundance of their good scorn, contemptibly and sordid stinginess. But the morality of men like that is not happy, and their thriftiness is not to be commended, if their riches benefit no one but themselves. If no poor people are helped by what they have, no sick people nourished. If out of their abundant possessions the captive gets no ransom, the stranger no comfort, the exile no relief. Rich men like this are needier than all the needy, for they lose the returns that they might have eternally. While they gloat over the brief and not always unfettered enjoyment of what they have, they are not fed on the bread of justice or the sweets of mercy. Splendid on the outside, they have no light inside. They have temporal things in abundance, but nothing at all of things eternal. They starve their souls and bring them to shame and nakedness because they will not spend on heavenly treasures, any of those things that they put in their earthly warehouses. St. Leo the Great, Sermon 10, 2. In God's presence, consider, am I using the possessions God gave me for the sake of people who need help? Closing prayer. Father, keep me from pride and wealth and power and open my heart to gender and greater love for your son, episode number two, Through the Year with Thomas Merton, a lucid silence. The best thing for me is a lucid silence that does not even imagine it speaks to anybody, a silence in which I see no interlocutor, frame no message for anyone, formulate no word either for man or paper. There will still be plenty to say when the time comes to write, and what is written will be simpler and more fruitful. Sign of Jonas, episode 3, Magnificat, April 2023, volume 25, number 2. Item number 1, a reading from the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 26, verses 14 through 25. One of the twelve, who was called Judas Iscariot, went to the chief priest and said, What are you willing to give me if I hand him over to you? They paid him thirty pences of silver, and from that time on he looked for an opportunity to hand him over. On the first day of the Feast of Unleavened Bread, the disciples approached Jesus and said, Where do you want us to prepare for you to eat the Passover? He said, Go into the city to a certain man and tell him, The teacher says, My appointed time draws near. In your house I shall celebrate the Passover with my disciples. The disciples then did as Jesus had ordered and prepared the Passover. 
When it was evening, he reclined at table with the twelve. And while they were eating, he said, Amen, I say to you, one of you will betray me. Deeply distressed at this, they began to say to him, one after another, Surely it is not I, Lord. He said in reply, He who has dipped his hand into the dish with me is the one who will betray me. The Son of Man indeed goes as it is written of him, but woe to that man by whom the Son of Man is betrayed. It would be better for that man if he had never been born. Then Judith the betrayer said in reply, Surely it is not I, Rabbi. He answered, You have said so. The Gospel of the Lord. Meditation of the Day. Item number two, preparing for our Passover in union with Jesus. On Wednesday, I had a striking example of what God's grace can do, and I saw how abundantly it is given in the sacraments. I had spent the morning in a state of extreme prostration and sadness. During the day, I went to confession, and I was at peace again. I seemed to be, and indeed I was, renewed by a strength other than my own. The sense of forgiveness and spiritual renewal in the sacrament of penance is wonderful. And yesterday morning I received communion with the same peace and the same abandonment to God. I felt Jesus truly living in me, and now I want to become different, be totally Christian, with all that the world means of self-forgetfulness, strength, serenity, and love that others may see in me your apostle. May you alone, my God, know my faults and weaknesses, as you alone can forgive them. I suffer, I adore, and I pray. O Jesus, in that garden where you saw the last night of your life descend upon your followers, and a still darker night upon your own soul, you suffered alone. Even those who loved you failed to understand you and your suffering. O my Savior, all men and women experience some form of that agony in the garden. All Christians go through an indescribable crisis of suffering and desolation. And like you, Christians are always alone in the garden of Gethsemane, despite love and compassion sleeping nearby. No one can understand another's pain enough to pour soothing balm over it. And those who try sometimes cause only more pain. Remember then, adored one, what that hour was like for you. Have compassion on our weakness. You who are the only consoler, the only heart that can truly understand, come soothe and strengthen us and help us to turn our sorrow into salvation, love, and a living proclamation of the gospel. Have mercy on us. Episode number four, God's Little Instruction Book. Item uh, number one, two, and three by Honor Books. Golden Nugget number one, inspired by Proverbs chapter 17, verse 14. It isn't hard to make a mountain out of a molehill, just add a little dirt. Darting a quarrel is like breaching a dam. So drop the matter before a dispute breaks out. Golden Nugget number 2, inspired by Ecclesiastes, chapter 9, verse 10. What counts is not the number of hours you put in, but how much you put in the hours. Whatsoever they handeth, findeth to do, do it with thy might. 
Golden Nugget number 3, inspired by Job chapter 27, verse 6. Reputation is made in a moment. Character is built in a lifetime. My righteousness I hold fast and will not let it go. My heart shall not reproach me so long as I live. Episode number 5, Chesterson, Day by Day. Laughter and love are everywhere. The cathedrals built in the ages that loved God are full of blasphemous grotesques. The mother laughs continually at the child. The lover laughs continually at the lover. The wife at the husband. The friend at the friend. The Neapolitan of Nottingham Hill. Episode number six, Reflection. Live as though you were not of this world, and you will have peace. Thus spoke St. Anthony to his disciples. An amazing lace lesson, but truthful. We bring about greater misfortunes and uneasiness upon ourselves when we desire to associate and identify ourselves with this world as much as possible. The more a person retreats from this world, the more often he contemplates this world as exciting without him and existing without him. And the deeper he immerses himself in reflecting upon his unworthiness in this world, the closer he will stand to God, and the deeper will be the spiritual peace he will have. I die easily, says St. Paul, 1 Corinthians chapter 15, verse 31. That is, every day I feel that I am not in this world. That is why he daily felt like a heavenly citizen in the spirit. When the torturer Faustus asked St. Thodius, Is not life better than a violent death? St. Thodius replied, Indeed, I think that life is better than death. Because of this, I have decided to abhor this mortal and temporal life on earth, that I may be a partner of life eternal. 